Today we are talking with Fiona Hampton of Greenfingers. Hello, Fiona. Hello there, Joanne. First, tell us a little bit about yourself. I've been in Luxembourg since 2006. I came here with my husband. He actually got a job here. And I, uh, just prior to me coming to Luxembourg, I'd been in the process of changing careers. I did a course in horticulture and then I did a design diploma. And when I first came here, I had a flat but no garden. And gardeners without gardens are pretty miserable. So I started looking around for something to do um, and can't even remember how I found the Green Fingers, but I came across it. I think it was a much more secret club then. You had to know somebody that knew somebody. They didn't advertise at all. So tell us about Green Fingers. Green Fingers started in 1977 and it started with English expats, although I think there were always other nationalities that went along. And it was started by a couple of gentlemen who decided it would be a good idea to meet in each other's houses, have a coffee and talk about their gardens, look round their gardens. Um, and they changed their minds and decided they wanted to go and play golf. So new people took over the running of the club. They met once a month, roughly. In the summertime, they would go and look at gardens. And in the wintertime, they'd have speakers to talk about different aspects of gardening. And gradually, the club grew to 100 members or more. And the organisers thought, oh, let's organise some trips further afield. So there were trips to France and Belgium. And also they went to Germany and England. When I first joined, we had a French president. So she featured French gardens. And then, of course, when I took over, I discovered other things. So the club changed again. So the club is continually evolving because obviously the population of Luxembourg is changing. There's always new people coming and then climate change has made things more challenging. Then we had the Covid pandemic and actually the positive aspect of the Covid pandemic was that a lot more people got interested in doing gardening. And so we've really spent the past year, I would say, really thinking about what direction the club should go in the future so that we can accommodate not just more experienced gardeners but gardeners that have suddenly developed an interest and they're the people that I really like because they get all excited about growing things so it's quite difficult trying to combine all the different interests of the club but we've come up with some ideas that uh, make it more participative and make it more accessible to a whole range of different people um, such as we started doing a summer fair last year and we decided not just to have a garden that you could look round, but also a programme of events that would interest different people. We had a wine grower, we had a really interesting man who takes Luxembourg varieties of apples and grafts them onto dwarf rootstocks so that you have plants for small gardens because that's also another area where you're getting more people with smaller gardens rather than in 
the past where people had really generous gardens. We also involved the book stand from the International Bazaar. Now this was so that we could have their experience of running a cafe because they always have food and books at their event and they also had lots of gardening books so it was a a real kind of mixture. I was lucky enough to attend and it was wonderful. The program, the books and especially Sabine's Magical Garden. Yeah, even even in the rain because the second day we had real heavy downpours but it was still a great event I think. So in addition to this larger event, we've also started including workshops for smaller groups to teach skills of gardening and other things that might be of interest to people. So we did flower arranging, for example, and this was really well received. In fact, we had to run the class twice. People like flowers. People like arranging flowers, don't they? (laughs) Yes, they do. Is it only flowers or fruits and vegetable gardens too? We try to make the programme as diverse as there are people doing gardens. And I hope to have more things with vegetables as well as flower on the programme. One of the lectures we've had was a garden through time. And this is quite interesting because people that are new to gardening tend to think you make a garden and that's it. Whereas gardening is actually a process. Things start to grow and then you have to alter things and families change and how you use a garden changes over time. It was at a house with historic interest and it was quite interesting hearing the whole history of how not only the garden changed but the house changed with time. A couple of months later everybody was invited back just so they could see the garden at a different season because this particular garden is good right through the year and that is really what you want because it's really much better for pollinators and insects if they've got something in flower the whole year through. So how can people get more information about Green Fingers? We have a website greenfingersclub.lu and we also have a Facebook page and we have Instagram. And finally, besides joining Greenfingers, do you have any tips or tricks for someone new to Luxembourg to help them integrate here? When I first came to Luxembourg, I actually joined the Luxembourg Accoy, um, which is an uh, actually a French organisation. And I wanted to learn French and they did courses in French. They also do courses in languages, sports, well-being, art courses, culture courses. Now, this is all in French. But if you want to learn French, and which I did, and they didn't have any places in the French class, so they said, well, why not join the walking? And this was really great for me because I could walk and have one-to-one lesson with somebody who actually is a French speaker. That is a really good tip. So thank you for coming in today and talking to us, Fiona. We really appreciate it. Thank you.